This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. This week on Top Shelf, Emmanuel Sequera talks with one of the Huddle Instat Players of the Week, goaltender Colton Phillip Watts from the Kamloops Storm. Beaver Valley Nighthawks' Cade Reber was Defenseman of the Week, while Anmol Garcha of the Princeton Posse was Forward of the Week. We'll shine a mini spotlight on both of them. Our player profile this week is on Creston Valley Thundercat, Landon Hedges. And Larry Reed talks with Sycamus head coach Nick DeShane about CrossFit. All this and more on Top Shelf. Morcom Sickelly threw it in front. They score. Hat trick goal. From center right up, slot area scores. Bruins looking for that one timer, didn't get it, but the rebound works. Down the wing, half breakaway. More scores. Short handed. From behind the net, a wrap round goes in. McDuff. Benson in the back of the net. What a move. Smith towards net. Scores. Goaltender of the Week, Colton Phillip Watts, is next on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Ripped away from him. Another shot by Fernie, and uh, Colton Phillip Watts again saw it all the way. And you're, you're right, Chris, uh, CPW definitely on his game tonight. Uh, yeah, he looks like he's in a complete zone tonight. I'm going by Kamloops Storm goalie Colton Phillips Watts. Colton, welcome to Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Thank you. This past weekend, you picked up a couple of wins for your team. You made 41, 49, sorry, of 51 saves. Uh, had a shutout with a 961 save percentage. How did you feel that you played in the two games? Um, I felt I played pretty good. Starting to kind of get in a groove. What were some of the things that you liked that you were able to do to help your team win? Um, I mean, I think I was pretty consistent through both games. I just felt like I controlled all my rebounds and just made it easy on myself and the team. And uh, how do you feel that you've played so far this season? Pretty good. I mean, can always play better, but starting to, like I said, get in a groove. So feeling better and better as the season goes on. So what's helping you, uh, I guess, kind of get into that groove? Having the team as good as we are this year, I think that helps a lot and then the more and more I play the more and more I get settled in I guess so last season before uh, returning to the storm been part of the season in the SJHL and the AJHL talk about what that experience was like it was a pretty cool experience I mean playing at a higher level is always great I mean I think that helped me develop my game a bit more playing at that higher level so that was good what are, what areas of your game uh, did you feel that you were able to improve on playing at the in those leagues obviously the harder shots those players are pretty skilled over there so shoot more accurately and so I feel like when I came back it, it was a little bit easier coming into this season where do you feel that you're a better goalie well the older I get I feel like the more my mental game develops, my confidence level is a bit higher. So, I mean, that helps a lot. I imagine, obviously, when it comes to goals for this season, I imagine yourself and your teammates uh, are striving to win the KIGHL championship. Do you have any personal goals for yourself this season? Yeah, like you said, we're looking to win the championship and all that. And I'm obviously, personally, looking to be the best I can be and hopefully be the best in the league so what are some of the things that you like about this team as you mentioned it's a really strong team playing in front of you like the last couple of years mainly all the guys from Kamloops so they're we're a super close team everyone knows each other from recent teams or around the town so I think we're really close in the dressing room so that'll be good this year and then obviously one of your teammates is your is your brother Jake I mean uh talk about what that experience is like to be able to play with him yeah we've always kind of dreamed of playing with each other whether it be NHL 
anything, but I mean, look forward to this all our lives. So it's been really great. And have the two of you always been close? Yeah, we're super close. We hang out every day. <laughs> Do you have any fun childhood memories that involve hockey that you can share? <laughs> he was always our uh, stick boy on every single team that I played on because we've never been able, like age-wise, we've never been able to play with each other until juniors. So we get a kick out of that. Uh, like, are you guys hard on each other as teammates? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, we're always pushing each other to be better, whether it's in the gym, on the ice, staying out extra as much as we can beyond each other but yeah it's good what impressed you with the way that your brother played last season and coming into this season in terms of his growth uh, as a player well coming in as a 16 year old in any junior league is not easy so I'm proud of him for that but uh, I think his confidence has grown a lot this year kind of holds on to the puck more but now and more confident so finally what are some of the things that you look forward to this season like I said we got a really good team this year we're really close in the dressing room so I'm hoping we can do really big things this year so I'm looking forward to that. That's Colton Phillip Watts of the Kamloops Storm. Colton, thanks for joining us on Top Shelf, the KJHL podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Player Spotlight. Schofield holding the line. This one out. Animal Garcha on a possible breakaway. Garcha up the left side, working in, scores! Animal Garcha, 03 forward from Sherwood Park, Alberta, 5'10, 165 pounds, 16 points in 10 games this season. Princeton head coach Mark Reed. He brings a certain kind of swagger and confidence to our group that kind of bleeds down the lineup. You see him being able to find teammates, right? Being kind of a playmaking style guy, but then at the same time, if he's you know, given the flexibility in the room to, to burn some teams offensively and, and use the shot and the release and, and his edges, especially around the net, he's, he's pretty good at finding the back of it. So we're, we're definitely in a fortunate spot to have him dancing here early and have him join our club here to the start of the year rather than, you know, two months in like he was last season. Time to take a look at Week 5 stats. Your KIJHL division leaders are Columbia Valley 9-3 in the Yeti Mountain Division, Beaver Valley 9-1 in the Neil Murdoch, Princeton 8-2 in the Bill Olhausen, and Sycamus 10-2 in the Doug Burks. Leading scorers per game played, Zach Bauman of Spokane at 2 points per game, Tristan Wheel from Kimberly at 1.9, and Ty Schumacher from Spokane at 1.7. Top save percentages, a pair of Rocky goalies lead the way. Jaden Jakubowski at 9.52. Nate Glenn is at 9.50. Revelstoke's Joseph Kachaslo at 9.42. Beaver Valley is tops on the power play at 30%. Princeton is second at 24.3, followed by Fernie. 22.9%. The top PKs belong to Revelstoke at 94.9% and Creston Valley at 90.9%. Columbia Valley leads the league in shorthanded goals with three. Schmidt bumped off the puck. And now we have a two-on-one here. Scoborn. Got Pierman. Pierman. A little bit of a tight and scores. They waited for that opportunity. It was a two-on-one and Pierman waited for Nate Glenn to come across and Open up the pads, and he found the five hole. The Week 5 NSN Young Gun is Keenan Pierman from the Grand Forks Border Bruins. The 05 forward is from Sherwood Park, Alberta. He put up three points last week, including the game winner in a massive win over Columbia Valley. Still to come, Larry Reed interviews Sycamus Eagles head coach and general manager Nick DeShane about his CrossFit success, and Emmanuel talks with Landon Hedges of the Creston Valley Thundercats. 2.46 to go in the first period. Jack Robardi to Hamilton. 
to Kutantonis in the middle. Chakravarty. In front back door, they score! Tick, tack, toe, and Landon Hedges deposits it into the open cage. I'm joined by Landon Hedges of the Crescent Valley Thundercats. Landon, welcome to Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Hey, yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Landon, uh, how do you feel that you've been playing so far this season for the Thundercats? Uh, I think I've had a pretty good start of the season here through the first eight games. I've been playing pretty well, pretty consistently. And what are some things about your performance that, that you've liked that you've been able to do? Uh, I like that I've been moving the puck very well. I've had quite a few assists the last couple of games, so I've also been good in the D zone. My face-off have been well. Good, lots of possession when we're in face-off. What was it like to not play hockey for a whole year? Like that? I spoke to your coach about you earlier in the season, and he had mentioned that uh, you got hurt playing rugby, I guess, late in the summer. Yeah, I was playing uh, I was playing for Team Alberta Canada Rugby Cup, and I tore my ACL in one of the last games of the tournament a couple weeks before camp, so yeah, it kind of sucked sitting at home all year. Got knee surgery on my ACL and just going through rehab all year and sitting at home kind of watching the boys from home and missing them. So good to be back. I'm excited to be back here for my last year. Although, I mean, I guess uh, representing your province in a rugby championship must have been a pretty exciting experience too, obviously minus the injury. Yeah, it was a, it was a great opportunity. I was really debating on going or not because it was so close to hockey season but it's one of those things where you don't get that many opportunities to go there so I had to take that opportunity and ended up getting hurt but back now so and so how many years have you, have you played rugby for uh, I've been playing rugby since I was eight years old my dad was coached to the local high school teams in Grand Prairie so started out we don't really have much of a youth program in Grand Prairie so I started out playing high school kids when I was probably like 10 years old and then just kind of slowly kept going ever since and then played through high school and then I was playing men's league and then I got into the Alberta Cup. And uh, what do you enjoy about playing rugby? Like the fluidity it's a lot like hockey in a way like the play is always moving and lots of physicality and Lots of different ways to score. It's a fun game. I was actually going to ask, yeah, are, are there aspects of playing rugby that you find that help you when you're playing hockey? Yeah, I think rugby, if it's your first time watching it, it looks a lot of chaotic. You know what you're doing, it's organized chaos, we like to call it. So a lot of meshes in with hockey and the fluidity and stuff's not always going to go your way. Sometimes the ball is going back and forth and... Yeah, it kind of mixes in with hockey, with the physicality and stuff as well. So. And you mentioned, so during that year of not being able to play, you just basically rested and rehabbed. Yeah, I uh, I just sat at home, basically. I did first year of kinesiology in school, but yeah, I was laid up for probably two months on crutches. And then you go into physio, lots of rehab. Started out like walking out in a pool, slowly building the light weights and then heavier weights and building up to being able to like sprint and run again. Yeah, it was a long process, but in the end, I'll be better. A lot better at taking care of my body nowadays. What are some things about this Thundercats roster that you like? Uh, I like our speed. I think we've got a pretty fast roster, and all the boys have been gelling together pretty well in the rooms. Any one of these games, I think we're going to break out. I think the team could have had a bit better start here the last couple of games. We've lost four in-division games. I think it's a matter of time before we start getting going. Has there been adjustments for you? Coming back into the league after missing a whole season, like, are you feeling like you're getting close to playing your best hockey? I put a lot of work in the last couple months of summer. I was skating probably four times a week, just really trying to get back to where I was at before I got hurt. And 
I think I came into camp a little slow, not exactly where I wanted, but Brad had me playing lots of games and exhibition and getting lots of ice time to be able to get back to where I'm at now. And Togo, what's it like playing with Luke Chakrabarty? Haha, <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, he's a fast player. He plays lots of speed and he creates lots of open ice and his anticipation is off the charts. Like he always knows where the puck is. He's a puck magnet. It's good to play with him and he's been fine on that lately. So in twenty one twenty two you spent a bit of time with the Nippon Hawks in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Uh, talk about what that experience was like. Yeah, that was a lot different. That was a bit of an eye opener, especially coming off the COVID year. So it's kind of making a jump from your second year midget to first year junior A and it was a lot different, a lot higher pace, and Saskatchewan hockey's a lot, lot more physical, a lot more kind of get it deep, grind it out. And yeah, I think it took me a little bit to adjust through camp and stuff, but it was a really good experience. I think I brought a lot of that aspects here to Thundercats. So just in a two-way game, just what it takes to get pucks out and be physical. Is there other aspects of from your time playing on that team in that in that league? that kind of still stick in the back of your mind that you use now? For sure. Um, a lot of net drives. I remember in Nippon, we worked a lot on tipping and net driving. And I got a lot of tips, do a lot of tipping practices. And I got a few tipping goals this year so far. So that's definitely stuck. And Do you notice yourself being a better player early into this season since your first year with Creston Valley? The only difference between this year and my first year is my first year I went in, I went on about an eight-game slump without a point. And this year, I've been been able to produce a lot more consistently than my first year. Whether that just came with age or not, things have been going my way lately. So is it was it the desire to play college hockey next year? Is that kind of what uh, motivated you and drove you to, to want to come back and play your final junior hockey season in Creston Valley? Yeah, that was definitely a big factor. Just kind of realizing that I had one last shot to make that jump to college. want to get back as soon as possible, be able to have that opportunity make that jump and just even just the opportunity to come back and play my last year and it's a fun time playing junior hockey so wouldn't miss it for the world that's Lennon Hedges of the Creston Valley Thundercats thank you Lennon for joining us on Top Shelf the KIJHL podcast yeah thanks for having me player spotlight Percival back on the point Reaver, Percival, Reaver, back down low, Reaver, fires and he scores, Cade Reaver, and the Nighthawks starting to run away with it. Cade Reaver, Beaver Valley Nighthawks, 05 right-handed defenseman from Valley View, Alberta, 5'10", 170 pounds, 8 points in 10 games, including 4 in the last 3. Head coach Terry Jones on Cade's contributions to the Nighthawks. Kate has kind of come in as advertised. He's a real solid two-way defenseman. He's got a great shot. He's a great learner, super competitor. Uh, he's just a, a pleasure to have on our team. Here's Larry Reed, voice of the Kamloops Storm, talking with Sycamus head coach Nick Deshane. All right, Nick, I think most hockey fans would uh, associate you with obviously being the KIJHL uh, Coach of the Year and your success with the Sycamus Eagles, obviously. But you've got a little bit of a, a, a side, I don't want to say a side gig, but a side interest. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved in CrossFit. Sure. So coming off of a trail season, my third year in the BCHL was probably about 
280 pounds. Overweight, unhealthy, stressed, and I knew I had to prioritize my health, and I stumbled upon CrossFit. So w- what that entails is almost, it almost simulates how I trained as an athlete when I played. So, and the fact that I could be competitive in that environment just kind of checked multiple boxes for me so and I, I think other coaches in the league that have accomplished something like Yan who's gone to NHL I mean there's certain characteristics mindset approach focus things that you you learn to kind of climb that ladder and I basically applied what I applied to my hockey career and transferred that over so at my older yes am I dealing with more soreness than I have in the past sure but it's more of a mental journey than anything. And the opportunity to be able to compete and show like what I can accomplish has just done a lot of great things for me as a you know, former athlete that I can continue that, that path even into my later years. How successful have you been? Can you tell the listeners about, uh, I think recently you went to a, to a major competition and, and if you didn't win, you did very well. Yeah, so CrossFit's allowed me to kind of travel a little bit. I competed in Miami a few years back, finishing fourth overall. I was in Montreal two years ago, finished fifth overall in that competition. I've been to Fort Wayne, Indiana. I mean, Vancouver was recent and that was kind of a global field. So probably about 15 different countries represented. We had a field of about 27 athletes. So finished second and I was pretty proud of that accomplishment. And it kind of puts me in a position for like the big goal at the end, which is to compete at the CrossFit Games, which is now changing a little bit. But the two guys I placed in between were both at those events and had done well. So it just it reaffirmed that I'm I'm potentially in striking distance. So is that what you're looking for? Have you set that as a goal to go to, to go to like the World Championships? Yeah. So that'll be next summer, which is kind of nice because I can kind of put my head down now and work on this uh, the hockey gig for a bit. But uh, I can't stop and I can't let my foot completely off the gas. But like I said, it's a priority for me, for my health, and I would not substitute it or remove it no matter how busy my life got. This is it's part of me that also helps me be a better coach to these players as well. Well, continued success on the ice and in CrossFit. What words of advice would you have for somebody that would like to, to explore the, the, the CrossFit world? So if you're currently a hockey player, it's such a great avenue to, to pursue once hockey is done. But it's something that can be kind of started sooner than later. There are skills, body awareness things that you can kind of like develop along the way. I mean, I did lumberjack competitions. I did Highland Games competitions. I did lots of stuff in the summer. Because as an athlete, your stock season's over. you got six months to kind of kick tires. You know, depending on what kind of athlete you are, maybe it's a marathon, maybe it's a triathlon, whatever it is that's, your, that's of interest, I think everyone should keep dabbling in those things. It's going to be a great life experience and just makes you a better athlete overall. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Our thanks this week to KIJHL broadcasters, in particular Larry Reed, Chris Armstrong, Dawson McFarlane, Alex Breen, and Eric Blow. KIJHL Director of Communications Emmanuel Sequera, Creston Valley Thundercats forward Landon Hedges, and Kamloops Storm goaltender Colton Phillip Watts, Beaver Valley Head Coach Terry Jones, Princeton Head Coach and General Manager Mark Reedman, and Sycamus Head Coach and General Manager Nick Deshane. And finally, a stick tap to flow hockey, which brings our players closer to their families and friends back home. I'm Mark Berry. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We're back in seven days.